Hi, and welcome to episode four of the Brain Jar Podcast. My name is Blake Hawkins, and I'm so glad that you decided to tune in today. I can't tell you all enough how thankful I am for the support of everyone in this podcast. And even if this is your first time listening to an episode, I really do hope that that uh, that you enjoy it, that you do share it with your uh, with your friends, that you do eventually learn something. Because in my in my opinion, that is what I'm trying to make this podcast all about. It's about learning something and opening up your perspectives to new ideas, new ideologies, to discover that everything in the world shouldn't be taken at face value, that there is something deeper and a more intricate meaning to everything in this world, even if it doesn't seem like it. Well, today's topic is going to be one that is very odd on the surface if you don't really think about it, but when you go a lot deeper we begin to understand why it is one that needs to be discussed. And that topic is truth. What does it mean? The definition of the word truth is the quality or state of being true. You know, it seems pretty self-explanatory, right? I mean, truth is something that we all know exists, right? Right? See, we all know that there are truths in this world. Red and yellow make orange. There are only two hydrogen molecules and one oxygen molecule in a in, in a w- water compound the north carolina tar heels are better than the duke blue devils well maybe that last one is a matter of opinion but you do see my point you see that there are things in this world that are undoubtedly true we don't need to ever question if they're true or not i mean whenever you whenever you have fuel heat and 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 air fire can exist whenever you turn on turn the the key to your car it it turns on your engine most of the time for some people hopefully um whenever you pinch yourself it's going to hurt whenever you accidentally nick your leg it is probably going to bleed whenever you whenever you whenever you do something that works 99% of the time we can assume that thing is true we can assume that truth does exist in that perspective that we don't need to ever question okay is this thing wrong is this thing false now wrong morally may be different but something that is true it does always exist but there are many skeptics in this world many people that believe that there's no real way to know truth now you're probably thinking, what does that mean? No, we're no real way to learn truth. I mean, everyone can know truth, right? I mean, everyone knows, or most people do at least, that red and red and yellow make orange. That 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 blue and red make purple. That's that that it's simple things like that that are truth. But truth doesn't actually exist. They say one cannot really know what truth is. Only what feels like the truth. Now. This truth is not what is seen as as the red equals yellow, or, or red and yellow equals orange, and everything like that. But rather, with a sense of uh, philosophy and a truth on a broader, more spiritual, and deeper scale. See, this comes up in a lot in the discussion of religion and about philosophy, excuse me, and about how the world came to be and what we're supposed to do in the world and why we're here. See, how do we know that one religion is true and that others are false? Why aren't all religions true? Is there really only one way to heaven? These are different things that that, that that many skeptics and many people who don't believe in truth pose because there's no real way to know what truth is, they claim. Because there's no way to know that if macro evolution from the very start of the world with, with the world being millions and millions of years old is true because we cannot thoroughly test that. There's no way to know 
uh, that that creationism is true. There's no real way to know that 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 you go to heaven if you're a Christian, that you go to hell if you aren't, that you uh, that, that that you reincarnate as as Buddhism teaches. There's no real way to know that if the Savior hasn't come yet, with as in Judaism or anything like that. There's no real way to know what truth is. So if you can't know without a shadow of a doubt what truth is, then truth must not exist. But in order for something to be true, it has to be exclusive. Now, Blake, what do I? Now, what do you mean by exclusive? Now, exclusive in 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 and of itself is something that is solely it. If 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 my birthday party is exclusive and I don't invite you, that means you aren't allowed to come. Only what I invite, only what I say is exclusive to my party is is in. You see, the same thing goes for religions. The same thing goes for um, different ideologies and philosophies. No two contradicting statements can be true. Truth, by definition, is exclusive. Two opposing things cannot be true at the same time. I cannot say that a carpet is red and the same carpet is green and both of those statements be true. That is what's known as the law of contradiction, or I'm sorry, the law of non-contradiction, excuse me. Two opposing statements cannot both be true at the same time. My car cannot have windows and no windows at the same time. You see, that is one reason that not all religions can be true. You see, Islam and Hinduism have very two different ideologies and different ways to go about it. You see, Hinduism has has, has a caste system. Hinduism has authority of, of, the, of the Vedas, which are teachers in Hinduism. Um, Islam has the five pillars of Islam. Islam has a holy book known as the Quran that Hinduism does not acknowledge at all. It has the Hadith, which is the, which are the written tradition of, the, of Muslims that they're supposed to follow, that they're supposed to look after. They had a great prophet named Muhammad, who supposedly is, is is a holy man of Allah. Hinduism does not talk about any of those things. So how can those two religions be exactly the same or both lead to heaven if they have two different ways? There's no true way to 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 accept that. There's no real way that we can accept two altering worldviews to both be true. See, for uh, uh, Buddhism and Christianity, for example. That's another great, great, great thing to think about. They have some of the same ideologies. They, they, they have some things as being kind to your neighbor by, by loving yourself and not hating yourself. But Buddhism does not once mention Jesus Christ. Buddhism does not mention once the, 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 the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, does not mention the way, the truth, and the life that is Jesus Christ, that, that there is only one path to heaven, that it is very narrow and is very thin, and those who enter in it are few you see, the path to heaven through a Christian worldview is not an easy one. And Buddhism teaches that it once you obtain that, that state of nirvana, once you obtain that state of not wanting, that's a, that's a, be, a better and more modern way to put it, whenever you cease the desire to want, that is when you obtain this quote-unquote heaven. But both of those things cannot be true. That is something that is very hard for many skeptics and many non-believers to accept because you, you, you can't take those two things and make them one in some – you just can't do it. 
for this for for the same reasons that my car cannot have windows and no windows at the same time two religions cannot be true they contradict each other in too far too many ways now like i said religions may have some similarities in each other and may have some of the same ideologies such as judaism and christianity they share an entire uh, an entire selection of books known as the old testament they share those Granted, the, uh, the the Christians use a New Testament, and Jew, Jews obviously do not use the, the the New Testament at all. But that is that they do are very similar. Islam does also does have some uh, some some ties from 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 the Prophet Abraham and everything like that. But all I'm trying to say is, you can't have two religions both be true at the same time. That doesn't make sense. Truth has to be exclusive. One can know truth. There is truth in this world. Now, who knows the truth? Now, that is a very, very hard question to answer, and that is one that it has that has been questioned, has been theorized, has been debated for many, 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 many years, and will continue to be debated until until the the end of the world, if you want to put it like that. Truth has to exist in order for anything to be correct. So there has to be some truth out there, correct? There has to be something out there that makes the, a, a claim that I say either wrong or right. My, my, my claim that Jesus is the way, the truth, the life cannot be a sort of. It has to be either true or it has to be either false. Same thing for atheists. The claim that God does not exist that there is no spiritual being cannot be sort of true. It either has to be true or it has to be false. It's it, it and it's hard for many people to grasp that. That there can't just be gray areas. That and that's one reason I don't really understand the whole ideology of coexist. I, I do I do believe that we should accept other people's beliefs, but that we should not accept them as true should not accept other people's beliefs as true, no matter how much they sort of pose an argument. Because me, I'm never going to say that that Hinduism is the way to heaven. I'm never going to say that Islam is the way to heaven, because I know what the true meaning of our life is. I know what the truth is, or at least I do have, think I have a firm grasp on what truth means. And in my opinion, no religion in the world, no ideology in the world points to truth as much as Christianity does with the, with, with the whole um, um, evidence behind uh, Jesus Christ being the Lord and savior, not only spiritually, not only uh, historically, but just being able to feel that presence in your very life. Like, why do I feel this pull or this, or, or this tension when it talks about, when somebody talks about Jesus Christ, why do I feel intrigued by that? See, there's no other reason, in my opinion, than that Jesus is trying to tug on our hearts. Jesus is trying to say, listen, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you want to enjoy heaven, if you want to live a life that is tolerable, a life that is without worry, a life that is without pain or suffering, come and let me give you rest. It says in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28, to come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see, Christ's ideologies and Christ's path to to heaven is not one that is self-centered. It's not one that's focused on us. But what were the two greatest commandments that Jesus said? 
He said to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. And he said to love your neighbors, you love yourself. Neither of those things focus on yourself. So if we want to truly find what truth is, we have to search for it. We have to look for it. We have to compile the evidence. We have to match it up against each other. We have to say what is undoubtedly false and what is undoubtedly true. And no religion has as much evidence pointing to its truth than Christianity. I hope all of you have have enjoyed enjoyed today's episode and have learned something from it. And uh, if you ever have any uh, any suggestions or any any comments about a a episode, please please uh, reach reach out to me on my social media. Please reach out to me on 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 different things like that. And I will definitely see if I can get back to you. Definitely see if I can give you some feedback. And I, I, I just want to hear what you guys have to say about this because I'm always open to new ideas. I'm always open to to hearing what my audience has to say and what they think I can improve on. Now, I'm Blake Hawkins, and that was the Brain Jar Podcast.